Hey, Giuliano. Hello. Yo. Got a little game for you here. Okay. This was sent to me by one of our dear friends and our old producer, Simon Monk. Okay. And he said, uh, test Giuliano on these, see if he can get any of them. He's a highly intelligent man, he should. Is this stuff that maybe people listening to can play along to in their head as well? Yes, absolutely, yeah. Okay. But if you get three of these right, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy you a speedboat, uh, I'm going to buy you a new Range Rover and a house in Barbados. Okay, all things you can't afford, but anyway. And a cat. So, um, All right, let's go, let's go. The pressure's on. So if the person who named walkie-talkies named everything. So I'll give you an example. Stamps would be licky-sticky. Okay, <laughs> you ready? Oh, right, You've got your okay. brain turned on. I mean, you're highly educated. You went to the what was it, London School of Cooking? Yeah, I'm, I'm an academic. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not smart like this. Bumblebees. If the man who named walkie-talkies named bumblebees, what would they be? Busy buzzy. Ooh, fuzzy buzzy. Oh. I'll give you half a point for that one. The pregnancy test. Oh. Um, leaky peepee. Leaky peaky, what? <laughs> isn't that what? The pregnancy test, isn't it? Like a... I was looking for maybe baby. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> you sick man. All right, uh, a bra. Uh, holdy uppy. <sighs> Breasty nesty. Ooh, oh, <laughs> close. You're still on half a point. You need three for the house in Barbados. Fork. Um, uh, holdy foodie. Oh no, stabby grabby. Oh, of course it is. For. Socks. Putty onny. Putty on it. No, 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 no. Uh, footy, f- footy covery. <laughs> Feety heaty. Uh, a hippo. Um, oof, oof. Big, 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 biggest mouthus. <laughs> biggest mouthus is the wrong answer. Wasn't it a character in Gladiator? Uh, and let's finish on this. If a- I'm being honest, I was thinking of bigger stickers out of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of the life of Brian. And we'll finish on this a defibrillator. Oh, um, come on, you've got this one. You've got this one. Uh, if the man who, who named Walkie Talkies named everything, a defibrillator would be. Um, buzzy. No, think of the. the, the, the... Hearty Tarty. Hearty. Hearty Starty. Hearty Starty is right! Get him! <laughs> Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Well done! I think you got... Uh, I lost count of the points. <laughs> Very few. You don't get the cats and the Range Rover. I'm looking. Oh, oh. I like that. Right then, Juliana, how's your week? It's been the American election, my friend. I'm very tired. I haven't... So, <gasps> we're recording on a Saturday morning. Election night was uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. And I stayed up till four in the morning. Didn't you study American politics? Yeah, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really interested in American politics anyway and American history and all, and all that sort of stuff. And this election's just been, you know. Has this been the best one of the lot? Well, it's just been crazy, isn't it? It's, it's been the most interesting in the sense of, so I put a hundred quid down on Joe Biden. I didn't realise you were a betting man. No, I'm not ordinarily, but like all the markets, all everything going into it suggested it was going to be a bit of a landslide. So I put a hundred down. So it's basically two to one. Was it two to one? The odds. So I mean, I'm only getting fifty quid back off of that. So what me and my mates all decided to do is if we all put, pile in a hundred quid, and then the profit, 
once all this COVID rubbish is out the way, we're going to have a night out together and just put it all into a pot, and that'll be our so money. How, how many mates? Night. How many mates did you, did you get together? So we've got we've made about two hundred and fifty quid. That's all right. Well, as as we speak, he still hasn't won officially. Oh, I, yeah, that's a good so point. So yeah. goodness knows when they're going to pay I out. I didn't. I mean, how sad that you and your mates are betting on uh, the American presidency. Well, only because. I mean, what, what do you think the odds are that I think you're a complete hand pump right now? Well, the only thing is, you're the hand pump because it was a dead cert. It was literally like free money. Well, I, I bet on the footy. I'm not sure if I would bet on. Is there anything Are else you, you've you've betted on in the past? No, no, because I don't bet for fun. I I, I don't I I don't bet anything. I don't do the lottery. I've never done the national lottery. It's not because I don't believe in it. I just don't think I'm going to win. So why waste the money? But but Biden, honestly, all the data going into it, it was like it was a dead cert. So at ten o'clock, I was clearing up. I was like, we've won, we've won, great stuff. And then about three in the morning. Because of the way they're counting all the votes, all the votes that were coming in at that time were all Trump votes. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my this is why quid. I don't bet, you idiots. It's 100 <laughs> quid flushed down the toilet for no reason. And then all the sort of uh, ballots that have been mailed in by Biden supporters, they're all now being counted now. Yeah. And so it looks like he's coming back around and winning. So it was, a, yeah, it was a bit of a heart attack at four in the morning because I don't, I mean, losing a hundred quid on a yes, bet. that's a lot of cash. I put a couple of quid on Hull City to lose every week, and I'm a Hull City fan. <laughs> well, so. that's a dead cert. <laughs> so yeah, so so I'm absolutely knackered, but I'm okay. I'm okay, and hopefully we'll get our money. Now, can I say that on this podcast this week we're going to be rejoined by our old producer Barry, who, for people that don't know, the old show that we used to do together is a good friend of ours, and uh, the last time we spoke to him, which was a few podcasts back. He was about to become a dad, and now he has. He has become a dad, and we said we'd catch up with him, and it should be good fun. It's always good fun getting Barry on. Can I just, uh, before we get Bazaar on, can I just talk about crap pets? Because that's all I ever get. Right, let's just go through the pets that I've got. Well, you had a dog called Xena. Yeah, we'll finish with her, because okay. there's a story about her. But, but the reason I want to talk about this is my it's my birthday this Friday. Did you know that? I knew it was coming up. I didn't know it was this Friday. <laughs> ah, right. Happy birthday, me. And uh, my wife has bought me some new chickens. Oh, okay. That's nice. There's some beautiful uh, little chicks, and it's amazing. The girls are loving it, but they won't go to bed. Traditionally, chickens, when it's starting to get dark, they, they, they walk up to the coop, and they go to bed, and they perch up, and that's it until it starts to get light. Not my chickens. Like, Leanne went to a chicken farm to get these chickens, went to a farm near us, and there were thousands of chickens. She's picked five of the ones that don't want to go to bed. Like, that is just my luck when it comes to pets. So every night, right, when I'm in my dressing gown it's, and it's quite late, I'm like, oh, God, I better go and check on the chickens. And there they are outside just wandering around, just going, I don't know where to go. So I have to, in my dressing gown, get into the coop uh, and trail around like loads of chicken poo and, and stuff and, and then lift them up and put them into the coop every single night. It is absolute chaos. And it just adds to the insult of any time that we get a pet. Of course, you remember when I bought Rosie the hamster? Do you remember the hamster? No, what happened with the hamster? Well, the cats had fun with that one. Um, the cats, of course, we've talked about Betsy recently. She got bit by a mouse. Right, the only cat on the planet which doesn't kill mice gets attacked and bullied by mice. Scott poorly foot you had to pay 70 quid for. Uh, in one of the previous podcasts, you'd have heard me talk about Rory, which I won't tell you the story again. You'll have to go back and listen, but it ended up with me, Rory, and a policeman in a riot van. So that's <laughs> that's a great tease. Go back, and, go back and listen to that that's one. That's worth going to listen to. And, of course, you mentioned my dog, Zena, there, who... I, I, Deeply saddened when she when she sadly passed away, but um, she she was a rubbish dog, wasn't she? Well, she was. Well, first of all, when she was sold to you, she was sold to you as a, a mastiff. What was she? She was just a mix of pretty much everything. Yeah, <laughs> she always seemed to be a bit poorly. My favourite thing about <laughs> a bit poorly. Yeah. My favourite thing about Zena is that. Um, do you remember when the, the first house you moved into in Birmingham? 
It was just outside King's Norton yeah, Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I loved about it is when you started, I mean, it was a lovely house, it's a very nice house, and it had white walls. And when you left, there was just a line <laughs> yeah. along the wall about the height of Xena <laughs> because she couldn't even be bothered to walk properly. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. She always she, she always had a bit poorly legs. <laughs> so she'd lean on the wall and walk along the wall. And of course, there was just this <laughs> dirty mark. <laughs> she couldn't even be bothered to walk. She would lean on the wall as she was walking. I think my favourite story about Xena is uh, when we moved uh, into a flat in Goring-on-Thames when we were doing the breakfast show down south. And uh, my wife and I, who was my girlfriend at the time, we moved into this... Uh, it, was, it, was, it was upstairs, it was a first-floor flat. And downstairs was a guy called Ray, who was, in my eyes, an absolute legend. He liked a drink or two, and he was quite well-known in the village, but I, I liked that about him. Uh, and in the summer, I used to leave the door open of the flat, and Zina used to traipse down these steel steps... <laughs> And she, and, and she had a game where she would wait for Ray to be doing a crap, right? And she'd nip into his door, which she'd left open because the flats were boiling hot, and nick the toilet roll whilst he was on the job. <laughs> Without fail. And all I'll ever hear is Ray was going, Zena! Foxy and Giuliano, the podcast. Okay, Giuliano, um, just for anyone that is listening to this podcast and thinking, who the hell are these two? We are two men. Uh, hang on. Yep, and uh, we've been together for 15 years on the radio, mm-hmm. and uh, we've decided to do this podcast, and we appreciate it. Do you know what? If, genuinely, if you um, are on Facebook, uh, search for us, Foxy and Juliana, the podcast, or on the Instagram page, just search Foxy and Juliana. We'd like uh, your support on there. You can find out all the details about everything that's going on on the podcast. Uh, and uh, you might have not heard the, the podcast in, in the past with our old producer, Barry, who's a good friend of ours. Uh, he, he, he's an amazing man. Um, he joined us after getting fired from his previous radio station for streaking, taking all his clothes off in front of the new then Labour leader, Ed Miliband. <laughs> um, it's an incredible story. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to about episode three or episode four. Yep. Um, the last time we spoke to Barry... His wife was about to go into labour to have their very first child. So, we said we'd catch up. Barry! Hello, mate. How are you? Very well. I mean, well, yeah, I'm with a child, man. <laughs> um, you are, mate. I, know I, am, I am with a child and that is the most frightening thing ever. Barry, what have, what have you done? I don't know. I don't know. You could have warned me about this. Have you got your... What's your little girl called? Her name is Joni. Joni. Uh, I'm going to be yeah. honest. I saw it on Facebook what her name was, but I didn't know how to say it properly, so that's why I've asked. Everybody keeps on calling her Joni. They, they actually think um, we, we we keep getting phone calls from like the hospital and you know the, the midwife and oh, how's Joni getting on? My daughter's name is Joni. You know, and then like, I've got other mates who seem to think that I've named her after my old dog. <laughs> well, I, was, I was going to ask, okay, because the first place my because uh, I know you've I know you've got a. a a love of music and stuff like that. Was yeah. there a Joni Mitchell thing going on it, there? Th- there was a bit, um, but actually the reason why we picked it was because it was shot. Because um, <laughs> we decided, so I'll, I'll give you a bit of the background to this, right? So, so you know, obviously my, my wife has the most ridiculous surname, Trevetic, and mm-hmm. I have the, the most boring surname, Hodge. Yeah. You know, so it's a dreadful surname that I've got. And Kerry, you know, because of her wisdom, has decided not to take my surname because that would be, you know, she wouldn't want that. Um, so we thought if we're going to call her Trevetti Hodge, she's going to have to have a really short first name. Yeah. Um, so that's why we settled on Joni. However, and there was a bit of a thing that happened where you know a few months into the the pregnancy, Kerry said, "Would you like to to name you know give her a middle name um, after your mum?" So my mum obviously passed away, you yeah. know, at the beginning of the decade. Um, and uh, yeah, so her full name is Joni Margaret Trevetti Hodge. 
which is utterly ridiculous. Jeez, how big is yeah. a credit card's going to be massive? Oh, I know that, and she's <laughs> going to run out of space. But I, I tell you something, it reminded me of, of the story about your name, Jules. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because you've got, like, the longest name on planet Earth. Yeah, um, so, so I'm, so, I'm so, Giuliano Romeo, Romeo Massimo Casadei. I have to remind Giuliano what his name is, because there's one yeah. podcast where he got it, got it wrong. <laughs> he got his own name wrong. But that was yeah. because my dad thought that, well, you know, he was, he was an Italian in Britain, not not very many years, yeah. and he thought that you had to fill out all the spaces <laughs> on the on the registry form, uh, yeah. but you don't. No, you don't. And, and this is the thing, when I was registering the birth order and, and I gave the person the full name, they just looked at me and were like, you do realise that your, your daughter's never going to forgive you for this. But you, you, uh, you, also, you also know that wherever she goes in life, she's going to have to spell out her name. Like, know, nobody's ever going to go, yeah, because John Fox, that is my name, is easy. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Occasionally, you might get, oh, have you got an H in that? Yeah. But apart from that, no difficulty. Your daughter's going to be there going, yeah, it's T. Oh. Z S. Oh, it's, it's an email nightmare. It's oh, an email yeah. nightmare. When I have to tell people, I have to spell out my name like some yeah. sort of imbecile. G I U, and they go. So it's amazing how many times. So they go, okay, could you just spell that for me? Yep, no problem. Yeah. It's G J. No G. G yeah. If we're falling at the first hurdle, you've got real problems, my friend, because we're going to go on for a long time. Barry, here. have you ever thought if she goes on to play for England or Scotland, of course, of course, yeah, yeah, dual, dual nationality, isn't she? To be, to to be fair, she'd probably get a game for Scotland right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But she, her, 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 her shirt, her name on her shirt, she's got <laughs> to have a really long shirt just she, to get it on there. Barry, she's just going to be JHT because this, yeah. th- that's, that's just... Barry <laughs> Hodge from, yeah. I would say, you know, working class background. Would that uh, be fair? Yeah. Working uh, I, I class Barry so, yeah. Hodge from Glasgow. Okay. <laughs> Your daughter, the roughest part of Glasgow, as well. Oh. Your daughter sounds like she could, like she, she could be royalty with that name. Yeah. Do you know when I told my brother uh, that what we we're going to call it, he just there was like stunned silence. He went, "You do realise, you know, that there is just no way that you're going to be able to come back to Glasgow with your daughter with a name like that." And then I reminded my brother that his name is Tremaine. <laughs> right. In fact, his full name is Tremaine Alexander. Tradition- traditionally in Glasgow, what do what do the the, the locals call their children, Barry? Dave, and um, and that's just the girls. <laughs> so she, she's going to go back to Glasgow with a double barrel surname. Oh yeah, a name that could easily, easily be um, taken for one of the clan, uh, like Jacob Rees Mogg's daughter, oh, or something God, like yes. that. Yeah. And yeah. also with an English accent. Going to be called oh, no. Johnny. No, a, 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 an English accent with Scottish phrases thrown in, like scunnards <laughs> and slickets. So it's going to be weird. But the thing is, I, I don't know. It reminded me of the, the old Billy Conley sketch. I don't know if you ever saw it when he does the thing about the fact that everybody has surnames for first names like Crawford and Finlay and Farquhar Harson. So she's got the most, yeah. <laughs> It's just, I, I can't go back to Glasgow. I can't go back to Pollock, you know, which is the south side of Glasgow where I'm from. Uh, you know, as I say, everybody's called Dave or, you know, that's it. And yeah, she's going to have this ridiculous name. And, and as I say, everybody's going to call her Johnny anyway. So, no, that's it. So how is life as a father? Because let, let's remind you once again, you are the man yeah. who said, I will never have children. Ah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, the only way I can describe it is roller coaster. Um, there are times when I think, oh my God, how do you, it means so much poo, so much poo. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, and, you know. Oh, is that her in the background? Yeah, yeah. She, she's with me just now. So, um, so if you hear any little noises in the background. It's not your her. wife. No, it's not my wife, you know. <laughs> my wife has learned how to talk, which is nice. Um, you know, which is a shame sometimes. Anyway, um, but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just been a roller coaster, you know. Like, you know, it's weird. I've been pooed on, 
I've been peed on. I've been sicked on. It's recently. like a night out in Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. Well, normally, I mean, this is for the first time, not through choice, I should say. Um, but it's bizarre how you just oh, don't mate. mind because she's just absolutely gorgeous. Barry's doing and, that. Uh, Barry's doing that thing uh, as a new father where you just post. Well, he's doing it slightly different oh, to you I and I, Juliana, because yeah. he, he's posting a lot of pictures on his, on his Facebook page, but he's doing it topless quite often. Have you noticed oh, that? I, I, he's in good. He's in good nick. Skin. He's, he's, on, he's in good nick at the moment, so he can say, "Oh yeah, I'm just doing the skin on the skin thing." Yeah, Whereas yeah. really, he's showing everyone. Hey, yep. I might be a new dad and I might be knackered, <laughs> but it's not getting in the way of my abs. Oh, no, 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 that's it. You know, I've got washboard. You can grate cheese on my abs, mate. Of course you can. No, but the thing is, I wonder why anybody's surprised that I'm naked. I mean, everybody knows why I got sacked from my job in Scotland. Yes. You know, I mean, clothing just gets in the way as far as I'm concerned. So, How was life in the... Del- it's Kerry well, first of all. Kerry's great, you know. She she did have to have um, a C-section for for anybody that's been through that. That it was quite a traumatic experience. But yeah, there, there are there are stories um, which I can tell you about that. Well, go on and give me your favourite story from the delivery room because everyone's got a story from there. Well, okay. Well, um, the, the two things that happened during the, the whole process. So um, we we found out that Kerry was going to have to have a C-section, and you know we'd wanted to have the natural birth like you do, but obviously things conspired against us, and. Um, I got the phone call on a Friday about 12 o'clock and I should say, you know, that I was so worked up with uh, everything that was going on that I went out and ran a half marathon in the morning because I was so tense um, just to burn off some energy. So I got home, uh, I had a quick shower and then I got the phone call from Kerry saying, look, you need to get to the hospital, they're going to do the C-section now. I was like, right, okay. Now, you might wonder why I'm telling you this story. It'll all become apparent. Get to the hospital. We're sat down with a lovely midwife and and you know the, the team there, and they're talking us through what's going to happen, and uh, and they said obviously uh, we'll give you Barry the the scrubs so you can come into theatre and and be with her. And it was that moment I realised um, that I, had, I wasn't wearing any underwear. I'd forgotten to put any underwear on. <laughs> and they said to me, uh, I, I said, look, I, I don't like to tell you this, but I, I can't wear any scrubs because I've not got any underwear on. And everybody just burst out laughing. <laughs> so this is the first time I saw So I end up having to wear these really, really oversized scrubs, um, you know, like, you know, extra large to go over my jeans, you know. And, and then, you know, I don't know if, you, you know, for, for anybody that's listening, if you've been through the C-section, you know, the, the dad is kept outside where they, they put the an epidural I think it is or something like that um, they put it into the back so I, I'm kept outside so I'm waiting outside for about 20 minutes and you know obviously you know thinking god this is the last time you know that there will, there will just be two of us there's going to be this little life you know coming into the world very very shortly and reflecting and everything and just being totally overwhelmed by it and you know getting quite emotional and like, this is going to be amazing but wow this is an absolute roller coaster of emotions and, and then they call me in and you know I don't know if you if you've been through it, but they'll have the business end, but they'll obviously have the cutting up um, where you don't see, which you don't want to see. And then the other side, it's just Kerry's head and the anaesthetist is sitting there. And uh, the anaesthetist turns around and says to me, he says, how are you feeling? I went, how do you think I'm feeling? I'm shitting myself. <laughs> right? And everybody again burst out laughing. And the other side of the curtain, the, 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 the team working on are basically saying, can we not make the patient laugh, please? Because I've got my hands in the stomach. <laughs> 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 and Kerry's trying not to laugh during this. So, so, so yeah, it was it was amazing. You know, it's like, you know, a few minutes after that, little Johnny appeared. Aww. Or Johnny, as everybody keeps calling. Johnny! So, Did you yeah. try any of the gas? I didn't get the chance. Didn't get the chance to. You know, I just literally she was in and out, whipped out, and then handed to me and said, right, raise this. And that was it. And I, she, I always yeah. wanted to try. I, I, I never got the chance. Uh, there was, a, there was a, a lovely moment when Poppy was 
delivered and then was was handed to me and I held her for the first time yeah. and I and I sat back down in the seat and um and everyone was like cooing going yeah. oh look at you know look at your little baby girl look at daddy mm. and stuff like that and I didn't have the heart to tell anyone that I had uh, sat in a bowl of sick that Jen had been <laughs> had sick in about five minutes earlier because she had a dodgy turn I remember when, oh, yeah. when when Rosie came out um, her head was slightly weird she looked like a towel dispenser like it was, it was like a cone head <laughs> remember Phil cone head with Dan Aykroyd yes. yeah, sometimes they come out with misshapen heads yeah, don't and I was they? like oh I don't know if I want this one <laughs> next you can't put it back. Can't put it back. No returns. We no. had we had a really traumatic birth with Elsie because, of course, Leanne, in her wisdom, wanted to do a home birth, which yeah. just caused a huge amount of problems for everyone on the I planet. Never, I never understood it. I, I, I get the theory behind it. it, right. it in it, practice, it, it seems like a lot of hard work for the dad. It's amazing when we drive past our old house and go, Elsie, you were born in the living room. It is nice, but it was just, mm. just you know, it was just an absolute nightmare. And, and it, like, I've told a story about not testing the connection to fill the birthing pool and having to do Ooh. it with pots and pans, and it took me four and a half hours, you know. <laughs> That was a nightmare. It, it was. It, there was two other things about the birthing pool. Firstly, when Leanne had given birth to our little girl Elsie, and she went upstairs with her, and the, the doula had left, and the midwives had left, and, and we were left on our own. I was like, "How do I get rid of like fifteen thousand liters of dirty water?" Yeah, what do you do with it? Well, I thought the best thing to do, and, and the sun was just rising. I thought the best because we lived along the canal, right? Yeah. <laughs> and genuinely, in the eight years that we lived in that little cottage, I never once saw a fish, right? So I thought the best way to get rid of this dirty water was to get some more pots and pans and empty it into the canal, right? Right. <laughs> now, obviously, there's bits and bobs in that water. Okay. <laughs> I've yeah. never seen so many fish in all my life. <laughs> there was yeah. just thousands of them <laughs> feeding off stuff. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, and, then, and then, and then, look, we, we, I cleaned the birthing pool to the best of my ability, and Leanne's best mate, Victoria, wanted to borrow the, the birthing pool. Because you buy a new liner. Yeah, it's all clean, Jules. Don't pull that face. Okay, there's not a bit of just, l- Liam's sound... crap laid on the yeah, side. What's residue? <laughs> it's clean. Right. I know what you're thinking, Jules. What's that brown mark? Oh, that was the previous one. So no, it's all clean. Yeah, I'm just gonna love you talking about this. Yeah. So I, I, I cleaned it to the best of my ability, and I packed it away. And then about three or four months later, because I stuck it in the shed, three or four months later, we took it to London for Victoria. To which she told us a week later that when she opened it to see if it was all right, a frog jumped out. <laughs> like, where the f- did a frog come from? Get a frog. <laughs> <laughs> what was in Leanne? That's too much. That's too graphic. That's too graphic. <laughs> Sounds like the alien movie or something. Spawn, yeah. John Hutt. <laughs> that's my child you're talking about oh. Yeah, sorry mate oh well congratulations yeah. Barry yeah, thank you it's, it's been incredible I have to say I mean there is times when you're looking at her and she's got a set of lungs on her my god she'll scream and, and you're looking at her going what can I do to yeah. make this little being be quiet and then she'll stop and look at you with those eyes yeah. and then she'll just do a big massive fart and that's it <laughs> you know your heart melts your heart melts you know oh, but we're really pleased for you I we just wanted to bazza. check in yeah and, no, you know. thank you May, oh, may, you know. may we have permission to put a picture of you and Johnny on our Facebook page? Yes, you, you and Johnny, uh, a picture of me and Johnny, and uh, I'll try and send you one where I'm clothed. That would be great. Promises. Have you seen the one that he's posted up this morning where oh. she's with a little pumpkin? No. Yeah. It is incredible. Get that Look, on there. Give, me a, see, give uh, me a second, I'll find it on my phone. I saw it this morning. It's so cute. Is there any any nipple action? I'm talking about Barry, of course. No, no, I, I don't feature in this one. You'll be oh, happy to hear. Um, but it was my my sister-in-law Vicky, who's just 
incredible at stuff like that. I, I am nowhere near creative enough to, to do stuff like that. Oh, Juliana, show me the... That is very... That's a massive yeah. pumpkin. Sorry. <laughs> that's a huge pumpkin. Where did she get that pumpkin from? It's like twice the size of Joni. We, we, we have our sources. You know, we, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, pumpkin dealers, you know. Barry, give her a little kiss from us. Tell Kerry yeah. that we are very proud of her. It's amazing stuff, mate, and congratulations yeah. to you all. Oh, thank you, guys, and uh, yeah, all the best to you. Know. I'll hopefully see you soon. Yes, well, well, hopefully. well I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're that yeah, yeah. As of as of the time of recording, it looks like we're going back into lockdown again. Who knows, so. Barry? Who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe well, after yeah, Christmas. Maybe. Yeah. You, 2025, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Baz, take best, care, lads. mate. We'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Julie and Foxiano. No. Foxy and Juliano. The podcast. Yo, Clapo. Yo. Yo. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, not bad, you? I'm good, yeah. Juliana, do you remember Clapo? Of course I remember Clapo. I kissed him at your wedding. Of course, yeah. <laughs> how, how could I forget? That was probably one of the funniest pictures. Yeah. From the uh, official wedding photographer. I'm not sure who kissed who. but um... uh, it, it will have been me. I'm, I've, got, I've got a habit of doing that when I've had a, I've had a drink. Well, just kissing people randomly. I mean, no, I mean, I would... I would... You know times have changed, Clapo. Like, that sort of stuff. <laughs> Hashtag me too, or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I kissed majority of people at your wedding, John. <laughs> yeah, apart from me, I don't remember that. Mind you, I was I was blind drunk, so uh, there was a big chance that potentially uh, I did get a kiss. Well, Clapo, listen, the reason we're getting you on the podcast is because we would like you to play Port Balls. Yes, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you genuinely listen to the podcast? I have. I've, and it's funny, I was going to say to you, because um, obviously you, I've, I've known... What John for about twenty five years, Jules. I feel like I've known you for a lot longer. But I was just thinking, I've probably only met you about five or six times, haven't I? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. It's it's spread over a long time. Yeah, but we've always seen we've always seemed to have good nights out together. Yeah, there's some that we can't mention though. No, <laughs> especially the, especially the one in Reading. No, 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 no. The Reading one really springs to mind. Do you know? I I, I blame Clapo for the, the demise of my life. Really. <laughs> Right, how so? Clapo's up there in my top, you know, top best friends on, yeah. on the planet. And it wasn't until I met Clapo at college that my life started to go down the shit pipe. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> because it all started the night that Clapo said, um, shall I come round to yours and revise for our communications exam at A-level? And I was like, yeah, if you want to, mate, that'd be great. And you came round. I think we read about two pages of the book. Yeah. And then you discovered my mum's wine collection, and we yeah. hammered about five bottles of red wine. <laughs> yeah. And we were totally smashed. And then I remember the next morning seeing Clapo in the exam hall and turning round, and he's, he just had his head in his hands. <laughs> well, that's because we did five bottles of red wine. <laughs> I think I got an F at that one. What did you get at that? Uh, I think I got a B. What? <laughs> get lost! Did you really? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a functioning alcoholic, so I'm like, well, <laughs> I should make you better at exams. Right. Clapo, <laughs> we're yeah. going to get you, hopefully, yes. £20 worth of takeaway. This is very simple for anyone who's listening for the first time. If you want a takeaway on Foxy and Giuliano, all you have to do is get in touch with us and say, I want to play pork balls. It's very simple. We are going to call a Chinese restaurant. You have to guess what number pork balls are on their menu. If you get the number right, you get the takeaway tonight. (laughs) 
That, that's that's the catch. Have we even played the music for him? No, hang on. Let's to, play the music. I'm, find, I'm gonna play. I'm just trying to find the. It's gone missing. One second. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> what I was gonna say though, um, like I've, obviously you guys have been working together for ages. I've realised I've never actually listened to you before, apart from the podcast. <laughs> apart from the podcast. Okay, so yeah. what do you think? Well, I was genuinely going to message you, Jules, your interview technique, especially one with Amp Viv, I thought was amazing. You should think about taking it up as a job. <laughs> Thank you very much. Hang on, hang on. And that's, Clap. Genuine, and that's genuinely true. Clap. Yeah? What about me? Yeah. Oh, thank God I found the music. <laughs> I mean, you can't even find the music. <laughs> <laughs> thing is, Giuliano edits it and just keeps himself in the podcast. So I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go, clap. Pork balls, pork balls. Get your pork balls. Will you be our caller? From all of our calls, pork balls, pork balls. Get your pork balls. Get the number right and you'll get your pork tonight. Well, I do jingles far better, it would seem. Clapple! Right, well, we've done the preamble already. Yeah. <laughs> What's your strategy, Clapo? Well, I'm glad you've asked, because <laughs> since I have been listening to the podcast, what are you on? Is this number seven, number eight? I think this will be nine, maybe. Oh, yeah, number wow. nine, I think. So the only one I haven't listened to is this week. Yeah. With me working from home, I've been listening to it. So what I've done is kept a little Excel spreadsheet of all the answers and all the correct answers and done a little formula. Yes, you've got a formula. Yes. Okay, what's the formula? Take us through the equation. And you going to ask it. <laughs> um, it's E equals MC pork ball squared. <laughs> okay, so using the formula, E equals MC pork ball squared, which, by the way, should be the new name of an MC. <laughs> MC pork ball squared. That is genius. Do you know what? I've reached that age where if someone said... Oh, have you heard that new record by... I mean, even using the word record. Have you heard that song by MC Portball Squared? I'd be like, no, is it number one? You, you'd probably lie and say, yeah, you love it. The hit parade. Okay. All right, then, Julian, uh, sorry. So, Clapo, what, what, what number are you going to go for, mate? So, I used all of the formula and everything, and funny enough, it came out with my house number, so I'm going to go for 42. Ooh, 42. So, yeah. listen up, everyone. If he gets this right... You all need to start using the foolproof equation. M. So what is it? E, e equals, equals. MC, MC Portball Squared. <laughs> all right, 42, Clavo. Should we lock the number in? Yes, lock it in. All right. It's locked in. Let's call the Chinese takeaway. Good luck. Hello, it's me, Flower. Hi, good evening. I was just wondering what number your pork balls are on your takeaway menu. Uh, one, two, nine. One, two, nine. Perfect. Thank you very much, mate. Take care. All right, sure. Thank you. Bye. One, two, nine. Oh, Clapper. Turns out, I... turns out your <laughs> equation's bullshit. No. Ah, you said it. I missed, I missed this week's uh, podcast, so I think with that added into Oh, ah. of course. You were, you were lacking all the data. Now, um, trace with the government, yeah? We've we've finished on a low, but I've already thought about this because Clapo's got a brilliant party trick to finish the podcast. I knew, I knew you was going to ask me to do this. (laughs) 
I know what it is. Hang on, let me write it. No, don't don't say. Let me write it down, right? And okay. then um, and then we'll see if you you guess right. Uh-huh. There's two things it could be. All right. Well, yours might. I I think he's going to say that. Okay, so I've written it down. Show okay. it to Juliana. If he does that, I'm really excited. What do you think? What What do you think I'm going to ask you to do, Clap? It's either my dolphin impression or singing Spice Girls in my Swedish accent. <laughs> He has written down <laughs> Swedish Spice Girls. Okay, and this, <laughs> and this is not even a lie. <laughs> I was doing this the other day thinking about you. Well, no, that's not weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what? Let's have both. Let's want, have the dolphin yeah, impression I wanna, first. I want to hear the dolphin impression first, Clap. I've not yeah, I don't this. think you'll pick that up. And I haven't done it for a long time. But, okay, come on. Uh, let's hear it. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. That, sorry, brilliant. <laughs> uh, really? What's the bar? I, I know Clapo so well. Don't ask him how he made that noise. Right? And let's hear the Swedish Spice Girls to finish know, the podcast. Just pull, let me just pull my trousers back up. <laughs> um, oh God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Right, here we go. Stopping, riding now and banking, bed and marching, and eating some baden with a human touch in. Keep going. Oh. <laughs> Clap, I love you. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very yeah, much. Good night.